26 episodes ago, I let you in on a little secret. Ducks don't know what they're doing. Do you remember how freaked out they were about entering and exiting the coop? Sort of understandable. But swimming? It is beautiful on the accidental farm right now. It is past what people call peak in terms of fall colors. But I think the fall has a long peak if you look at it creatively. Every tree has its moment. Right now, many of the trees have lost their leaves, but the forests are punctuated by russet foliage on fully covered trees. The combination of a cool gray against the pop of color is striking. I would travel for this, but I'm glad I don't have to. Let's talk about water. Ducks need it. We all do. But ducks don't need it in the way that you think they do. Despite their webbed feet and awkward waddling, ducks are pretty good on the land. My ducks actually duck under the fence and explore the woods over rocks and sticks. You would not walk barefoot there, but they do. At first, I worried that they would tear the webbing of their feet, but it's stronger than you think. Ducks need clean water every day that's deep enough to dunk their heads in. They gurgle and gargle and sputter in it reaching their graceful necks over the edge of a bucket or a bigger trough to get an adequate dunk. Ducks do not need a bigger body of water to swim in. Even though that's what the experts say, I felt it was only proper for the ducks to have their own water event. As little ducklings, I gave them a plastic tray full of water to splash around in. They would tumble in, sputter about, and lay down. At that point, their legs were struggling to hold their quick-growing bodies. From what I had read, it was important to supervise them around water, or they might drown. Doesn't that strike you as odd? It did me. So every day, they got time to play in a tray of water. As they got bigger, I ran out of trays big enough to accommodate them. One duck would take up the space that six had fit in easily just a couple of weeks earlier. I had a big black agricultural stock tank, the kind you give cows in a field. It's a hundred gallons or so, I'm guessing. If I filled that with water, the ducks might like it, I thought. But how would they get in? They can't fly, you know. This is also a bit of a head scratcher. They have enormous wings, which they can use to propel themselves faster when they run. But I have never seen them catch any air. They're too heavy. I think this has something to do with being bred as meat birds. It's a lot, right? Ducks might drown in water. Ducks don't really need a pond. And ducks can't fly. At least not Pekin ducks. I started thinking about getting into the stock tank. It's about 30 inches high. And I started thinking about getting out of the stock tank. How would they manage either without some engineering help? First off, I made a shelf in the stock tank at one end. I intended to fill the tank to a certain level, about five inches from the top, and then place the shelf there so the ducks could step on it to get out of the water. Then I started thinking about stairs. (laughs) It seemed the only logical way to get up to the top level of the tank. Either that or a ramp, and my experience with the coop ramp and its slanted angle made me think the stairs would be better. I had watched the ducks slide backward off that ramp way too many times. 
building stairs is a little bit above my pay grade. I knew what I wanted, and I made a little sketch. And guess who helped me? Carl. I think he'd like the challenge. I can just hear the conversation he's having at his local coffee spot. Hey, what's new? Oh, just building some ducks, some stairs. (laughs) Too much. Here's something that you should know about Carl. He doesn't sleep much. He's up at 4 a.m. every day. By the next day, he had already beat a path between the duckyard where the stock tank was and his workshop. And before long, we had a set of deep steps that climbed up one side of the tank and wrapped around the end with a fitted platform. From there, the ducks could jump into the water directly, or they could take their time and step off onto the little shelf that I made them inside the tank. With the tank filled to the shelf level with fresh, cool water, all we needed was ducks. They can be a little slow, but they knew something was up. I would splash my hand in the water and their eyes would light up. They would approach the tank and then run away. They would gather around the tank and look, quacking at one another. No one got in. No one touched the stairs. Finally, one day, I had had enough. Couldn't stand it any longer. I cornered a big white duck. She was less than thrilled. Then I placed her on the shelf. Quack! Quack, quack! Oh, go on, little duck, I said. You can do it. Just give it a try. And in she plunged. She seemed shocked and swam around frantically, throwing her body at the side of the tank in a feeble attempt to get out. I said sweet things to her. Shh, I said. Then she started swimming and dunking her head and splashing water up and over her back and flapping her wings, water flinging everywhere. The rest of the ducks looked on in amazement. The stairs took another two weeks for the ducks to figure out, but every day I would scoop up one duck, then another. Two ducks splashing was one thing, but when I put three in the tank, the jealousy really kicked in. Then one day I came up to the barnyard and the stairs were wet and fresh feathers floated in the tank. Someone had figured it out on their own. You learn a lot on a farm, accidental or not, but there's something about the accidental part that underscores the wonder, don't you think? I'm so glad that you're here and that you're bringing your friends along. That's the only way I can explain why the numbers are doubling. Keep it up. Your friends are enjoying it. Binging numbers are up. Seven to ten per day for each new listener. That's fantastic. I just discovered that you can ask Alexa to play it for you. Alexa, play the Accidental Farm podcast. Oh, shh. If she hears it from here, she will get all excited. Reach out if you have questions or ideas. You can find me easily on Instagram at xoxofarmgirl. I will be back next week with episodes 41 to 45. We are nearing the halfway mark. At 50, we should do something special, don't you agree? Until soon, I am your host, Farm Girl, and this is the Accidental Farm Podcast. Mm-hmm.